And we are back. And we just finished the ultimate <laughs> of comedies, Spy from 2015. Rated R. Very hard R. Clocking yes, in at two that, hours and R. a very, very well-deserved R rating. Yes. <laughs> we, have, we have seen this on TV on the more tame, I guess, cable channels, and they edit the crap out of this film. But it was nice to catch it on Max where it was filthy. Just yes, filthy dirty, glory. filthy words everywhere. Yeah. Oh, Fantastic. Yeah. Love this movie. Love this movie. We talk about movies. I mean, there's been the debate about Tropic Thunder and stuff like that. What do you think of this film? This is from 2015. It wasn't that long ago. This is eight years ago. But could a movie like this be made today? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like Tropic Thunder was like up, um, dealing with subjects that this film didn't have to be right. bothered with uh, right. or, or or deal with. Tropic Thunder dealt with race. Uh, there was the whole thing with mentally handicapped people, drug Abuse. addicts. Yeah. Um, Guy hiding his gayness. Yeah. Being closeted. Yeah. It, it, there were a lot of, I guess, taboo subjects that it poked fun at. Yeah. But it it did so in a way that was it was smart. It wasn't exploitative. It wasn't no. yeah. going for a cheap laugh. There were a lot of films that did do that sort of thing back then too, but those really don't stand the test of time, time too no. much. This I, uh, spy is is different. There's it's just raunchy. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of cursing in it. There's tons there's of it. tons of it. A lot of insults being thrown. A lot of ridiculous situations. The sexual but innuendos. Sexual innuendos. Aldo is. <laughs> crazy he is he is the ultimate stereotype of an italian, italian guy, guy. <laughs> um and it's, so it's, damn not, good. it's not far from the truth i told you about my yes encounter i've in heard italy. about it from you i've heard about it from multiple sources yeah. i've never been there myself but they don't yeah they aldo aldo like, was not really far off no not at all uh <laughs> But all in all, yeah, I, I think a film like this could definitely still be made. Mm -hmm. I think people try to, but I don't know how successful it is. This 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 is just on all cylinders, yeah, just firing. It was the, just like a perfect storm of perfectness. Yeah, I mean, they really hit every note perfectly. I mean, you, you, most of McCarthy is always funny. Always. Uh, she definitely plays that part really well. Actually, she was a. I mean, the heat was also another that Paul Feig yeah. But in that one, she was just angry from the get go. This yeah. one, there was a nice little transition, yeah. where it's you know she's not a confident person, and as the story progresses, you see her gaining that confidence and becoming a more self assured person and an excellent field agent yes. in this crazy parody of a, of, of a CIA a operation, operation that's going yeah. on. And all of the characters, Rose Byrne's amazing. Bobby uh, Carnival, Bobby Carnival, Jude Law, Jason so Statham, Statham is, is brilliant. Oh he is so, he, <laughs> he basically just took the piss out of everything, everything. that yeah. he has ever done. And just, he, he <laughs> took every Jason Statham character, amped it up to 11, made it crazy. And that angry English accent of his is just perfect. perfect. When he is going through 
like the resume of just tragedies yeah. and accomplishments <laughs> that he has endured to save this world multiple times. Yeah. It is nuts. This yeah. arm was ripped off entirely and reattached My with this arm. <laughs> Just the most ridiculous, ridiculous nonsense. And it's great having McCarthy opposite him playing like the, the straight, straight person, person going, yeah. I don't think that's possible. <laughs> I'm and then, a hard time with this. And then the scene in the in the in the casino where she actually like that's like the first time where she sort of starts talking back, back to him and, yeah. and asserting herself. Yeah. And that was just brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, unless you're so extreme, you got another dick growing out of your hip. That was that was great. And he you could see he's like, you know, he's like speechless after that. He just sort of walks away. But not without, of course, saying our favorite line. You're going to fuck this up. (laughs) A line that we still say to this day. The whole film. He's just like, you're going to fuck this up. (laughs) And of course, Aldo's. Classic line. Aldo's classic line. Oh, oh my god. If only we had time for such pleasures. I fucking love that line so much. It's so good. <laughs> and Bobby Cannavale's great. Oh, uh, everybody. Everybody. Um, uh, I don't know the actress's name. Miranda Hart. Miranda Hart. Yeah. Nancy. Nancy. Yeah. Brilliant. Allison Janney. Allison Janney is so good. I have no sense so of humor. Good. I have no sense <laughs> of humor. She is so pissed <laughs> off. Even the supporting cast, like those two other agents who are yeah. like giggling because yeah. they fooled Ford that there was a face-off <laughs> machine. <laughs> what? Like, oh my God. Everything is perfect. Yes, yes. Um, so this movie is sort of like a parody of all the spy movies. I love the the opening credits. It's very James Bond yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, they even have that, that, that yeah. sort of music. Yeah. And the way it's shot too. I mean, this is obviously a movie that had budget, right? So yeah, it's, had a it's decent beautiful. Budget. It's it's the on on location, on location. So yeah, beautiful villas and, yeah. and whatnot. How much you want to bet it was all filmed in Canada? <laughs> it probably was. Let's see. Either that or like maybe they were in Bucharest or wherever they were, but it was like the the real Budapest. Budapest. Oh, it's filmed in Hungary, which can I guess double up. Hungary, yeah, the Hungary doubles for a lot of stuff. I think, like, wasn't Hellboy like filmed entirely there, and that was supposed to be in Manhattan? Oh wow, this film did gangbusters. The budget on this film is sixty-five million. Mm -hmm. The opening weekend was not a lot. June seventh, two thousand fifteen, twenty-nine million eighty-five thousand seven hundred nineteen. The gross U.S. and Canada, $110 million, The gross worldwide, $235 million, Wow. $666,219. Bring it out. It deserved every penny. Yeah. And I'm sure they're still waiting for it to turn a profit. Of course. Of course. <laughs> Got to figure out that freaky, that Hollywood, freaky accounting. Hollywood accounting. This was written and directed by Paul Feig. Hats mm-hmm. off. Amazing script, amazing script, just top to bottom, top notch. Like yeah. this movie, from from the very first frame to the very last, just gangbusters. It's, it's just so good, and it's just fun all the way through, even through the credits. Yeah, yeah, even the front end credits too. Yeah. yeah. So this came out in 2015 and did remarkably well. And Lady Ghostbusters came out. Oh, wait. 
executive producer. Wait, I'm trying to figure out. So this came out in 2015. Lady Ghostbusters came out in 2016. So a year later. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I remember he had a lot of clout coming out of this because sure. of how because of it how well really it did well. and of also and also the heat i believe the heat did very well for him that too came out in 2013 and then uh, oh and bridesmaids got yeah, a lot got a lot of uh, yeah and then lady ghostbusters or it was i think it wasn't called lady ghostbusters no, it was, just it was ghostbusters, ghostbusters and which was a good freaking freaking film i enjoyed i enjoyed we'll just call it lady to, to differentiate the yeah. Lady Ghostbusters. I don't understand why people heap so much hate upon it. I remember I the only the only defense I could think of is I remember the trailers and the commercials were terrible. Terrible, it. yeah. They were I don't know who put those together, but they were awful. And yeah. they made me not want to see the movie. But we saw it because the kids and wanted to watch it. And we saw it because the kids wanted to watch it. And I and just remember leaving it. the theater going, This was fun. Yeah. This was absolutely fun. Yeah. But I, I think it definitely hurt Fig's uh, yeah, street cred. Well, career yeah, I mean, after that. I didn't see a simple favor. That's the Blake Lively and a Kendrick one. But I did see Last Christmas, and which you said was, that was. <laughs> Holy smokes! I guess I should just stick with Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> and we saw that the school for good and evil. Oh, that's right. Did he do that? He did that. Remember? Oh. That was shite too. What is worth? You know what? Christmas one and Good and Evil and whatever the hell this other thing that you mentioned were they not like that type of movie? Were they more of like just the? I mean that 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 Christmas one that was just supposed to be like a love story, right? Yeah, but it wasn't. I didn't care for it. I thought it was no, awful. no. But what I'm what I'm getting at is maybe he's just he just excels at. Comedies. The raunchy comedies. He should stick with that. And I mean, there's should, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I understand. I understand wanting is yeah. hard. Yeah, I it's understand. Hard. I understand wanting to branch out, but yeah, yeah you're not good at the others. <laughs> <laughs> I saw some interview on YouTube. I think I'll have to find it so I could post it with the review. But some guy when he was filming that Christmas movie, like they talked, and he's he's got an interesting backstory. Paul Feig like just I mean this is somebody who persevered in spite of everything um just really wanted to do this and just went out and did it and made a success of it I mean if you look at his IMDb page I mean there's a lot of stuff in the beginning where it's like okay whatever whatever but he's on Freaks and Geeks as a director he was on Undeclared as a director I don't know what I am David is he was in a. Uh, he directed seven episodes of Arrested Development, which was pretty big. Uh, something called Early Bird, some movie that only got a three point five. Yikes! Unaccompanied minors. I heard of that. He did a cup. He did an episode of Thirty Rock, Mad Men. Three episodes of Weeds. One episode of Parks and Recs. Two episodes of that Bored to Death show. Um, some a TV movie called Rona and Beverly, and then 10 episodes of Nurse Jackie. And then I guess his first major film after all of this TV stuff was Bridesmaid. Hmm. Yeah, I, th- I, I guess the uh, his film, I, I would probably say his, his like the start of his film success was Bridesmaids. Yeah. And then, yeah, then you got the heat. Which I don't know. I, I, I've seen it and I just, I'm. I've never, I've never I've never seen it, but I've always heard I. good things about it, and I know 
people it's really okay. really liked it a lot. I like the heat more, but I like Spy more. I thought the heat was hilarious. Hilarious. Yeah. He did 15 episodes of The Office, and then in 2013 he did the heat. But uh, Spy is his piece de resistance, no? To me, that's the height of, of yeah. his work. A spy, Although spy Ghost, was Lady Ghostbusters was good, but it, it was it was good, but it was it was yeah. not as good as Spy. Spy yeah, was is, outstanding. I mean, bringing it back full circle, this is why we're here to talk about Spy. What do you think? What have I? I've just been gushing about this film since we started. It. it why really, do you love it so much? I love uh, Melissa McCarthy's character. I love the fact that she's sort of this timid. What are they? She's like the analyst, I guess they She's call like her. the basement the, agent. The basement yeah. agent. The, 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 the voice the, in, the, in the earpiece. The earpiece, the guy in the chair. Yeah. She is that person to uh, Jude Law's uh, uh, Bradley Fine, Fine. Uh-huh. who is basically James Bond. Yes, yes. And she's in love with him. But she's, she can't say it because she's so timid. And then as the story progresses, she just becomes, she, she gets put in these like this position where she has to go out into the field and as a result, you see her just becoming more confident, more assertive, and her assertiveness is just amazing. <clears throat> just foul mouthed. <laughs> yes, that too. That too. When she comes to Rena and reads her to filth, that was amazing. She like tears Rena down. She tears. Uh, well, I don't even remember what the Swedish dude's name was, <laughs> but she was <laughs> she vicious to that girl. Word. I was like, Man, oh god, yeah. You gonna cry? You gonna cry? <laughs> <laughs> but but everybody else in the everybody was just great. It was really 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 enjoyable, and yeah. I just loved how like I, I especially love it, the whole thing rides on McCarthy. She's amazing. She is. She is great because yeah. she seems like such a bumbling person in the yeah. beginning that she's passing out. She's like falling over, and yeah. she does physical comedy so well. Yeah, and just that in the beginning how. I would say innocent. She is like that cab ride over from the airport going through Paris <gasps> where she's like, she's like got that whole tourist mentality where she's yeah. like, Oh my God, the Louvre. Yeah. Oh, Oh, is that the hotel? Oh, yeah. fancy. Oh wait, maybe not that. Oh, oh maybe over here. Yeah. And then she's like, Oh, well, it's getting a little spicy around here. And then she sees like the, the prostitute going down on the guy and, and just like, it's just <laughs> so disgusting. Just right out on the street. <laughs> And the Hotel Moliere, and you see like the the sign with the rat crawling behind it. <laughs> and she's walking in the hole, and you just hear like something like, ah! And people crying, like a woman sobbing. Yeah. And it's just like this nightmare. <laughs> and you see like this illusion she has of glamorous super spydom. Yeah. It's not, not for her. They don't give her any of that. Fine is getting everything. Yeah. She gets the Hotel Moliere <laughs> and Patsy Walker or whatever the hell her character, Penny Morgan. Yes. You're a single mom. You have 10 cats. <laughs> Just the worst identities ever. 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 And on top of that, a psycho like Ford appearing out of nowhere, constantly telling her, you're going to fuck this up. <laughs> and all of that, she like perseveres and becomes stronger and stronger until she is like, she is the most capable of agents. She is yeah. the super agent by yeah. the end of the movie, and it's great. I yeah. love it. Yeah, yeah. And everybody else she is... She has such... She has, she has a really satisfying arc. Yeah. And know. everybody else is so good. Yeah. Uh, I mean... Even j- 50 Cent. Even 50 Cent has a little little cameo <laughs> in it. 
You don't see Kanye doing shit. You don't see Kanye shit. doing shit like that. <laughs> I killed a terrorist. You don't see Kanye doing shit. Everything is good. I I can't praise this film enough. It's no, it's it it's is a excellent dirty comedy. Comedy. Absolutely. 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 It is R for a reason. Oh, there's so much profanity. There's a giant penis in it. There's <laughs> there. <laughs> All sorts of... Yeah. Some guy's throat evaporates. Some guy's throat dissolves. <laughs> uh, so many people get killed in it. Yes. It's not really like bloody or yeah. anything. I mean, the, the the throat dissolving is pretty graphic, but yeah. there's no blood actually in it at all. No. It's, it just looks sort of like soapy. Yeah, like... And... Uh, Sensodyne or... Rose Byrne is <laughs> such a bitch. Bitch. Oh, my God. She is so It's so terrible. good to see her. Because, you know, you see her in a lot of stuff, and she's always, like, the nice lady. Like, she's yeah. the nice agent in those X-Men movies, right? Yeah. So it's so nice to see her as just a total fucking rag in this. She is The way she kept bitch. insulting Melissa <laughs> McCarthy's <laughs> dress, she's like, we must talk about this hideous dress of yours. It's absolutely hilarious. And she dropped the R word at one yes, point. And yes. you and I both looked at each other like, <laughs> wait a minute, what? Well, that fits her character. She no, would absolutely. totally say something like yeah, that. And, yeah. and she's well, like, that's why I said to you, could a movie like this be made now? I think some people may take offense to the to fact that, that they use the, that word. But if you are... Our if you generation. are if you are writing a character yeah. who is nasty and who reprehensible. is reprehensible, mean, nasty, they're not gonna not say these things. That's like right. saying, okay, we're making a film about the clan, but you're not allowed to say the N word. Right, right. That's ridiculous. Right. The the racist has to say it. Right. Like, of course. Yeah. The and in this film, the complete jerk asshole character that Rose Byrne is, yeah. she's going to say mean things. Yeah. That's just how it is. And if you don't do it, it's not, it's not authentic. It's, it's just, it's whatever. And if you're, if you're timid about it because you think somebody in the crowd watching it is going to, I don't know, get their feelings hurt or something, don't make movies. Yeah. Don't write For movies sure. because... You want to portray something, and and now you're gonna hamstring yourself. You're not doing it for an exploitative purpose. Yeah, this is why I think everybody is so forgiving of a film like Tropic Thunder because they did it perfectly. They handled all those topics, all those taboo subjects, but they did it in such a way that it was like we are not being exploitative. This these right. this we is just, how this is how these people would act. Yeah, they are in a comedy. It's going to be ridiculous, and right. they're going to say outlandish stuff. All, yeah, they're 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 going to say offensive things, right, right? And that's just how it is. Just go with it. If you don't like that sort of thing, go watch something else. Go watch yeah. Paddington. That's an awesome film. It has it's full of laughs. It's wonderful. You're not going to hear a or single slur. They're not going to mention race or mental capacities of any kind. It's just fun and yeah. nice and good and sweet. Sweet. Yeah. But if you want, if you want, if you want to see a hard R-rated comedy, guess what? You're going to get you're going to get hit with some offensive language. Yeah. 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 That's just how it is. That's just how it is. Absolutely. And if you're going to like, oh, this shouldn't be allowed. Yeah. Go to hell. <laughs> Go to hell. So. 
I'm glad you brought that up. So question for you. We are children of the 70s who grew up in the 80s when comedies were really, really raunchy. I mean, you've got your Porkies, you've got your Revenge of the Nerds. I mean, some yeah. of that stuff is weird to watch now. You right? watch that, yeah, like Revenge of the Nerds legitimately. Like, it's cringy. It's, yeah. Yeah. It, it, really. I mean, the, the, that girl, for all intents and purposes, was raped. Great. Yeah. And then it's just like, oh, well, she was, she, she liked it. She realized she liked it. Yeah. That, that would not, not fly. fly. Yeah. Not at all. You yeah. can't just. <laughs> You can't I, have that kind of I, scenario. I raped her so good that we fell in love. <laughs> that that does that is not a good plot for us. Well, you know, I mean, I don't know if you remember. I know your dad probably does. General Hospital. That was a big storyline. Luke and Laura. I mean, he, I never watched General. Your Luke raped her to to the point where she liked him. I. I believe so. That's it's some been crazy a really shit. long time, but I I believe that that was sort of the storyline. She sort of what was that Munchausen? Uh, no, no, uh, yeah. Stockholm, Stockholm, Stockholm syndrome. It. Is that what it was confused. going on? Uh, yeah, I was confused those two. I don't well, know that's why. different. That's like if you're per, if you're doing a film about Stockholm syndrome, mm-hmm. but in a lighthearted comedy. No, no, no. This is a soap opera, yeah. and she falls in love with Luke. Yeah, well, that I mean, if it if it is a case of Stockholm syndrome, then that's one thing. But if you're if you're in a film where it's like a comedy or something like that, and that and the plot point is, well, she thinks I'm secretly her boyfriend wearing a mask, and I'm going to have sex with her while she's drunk or whatever, and then afterwards, I did it so well, I reveal the mask, and suddenly now she's in love with me, even though the rest of the film she despised me the entire time. That. That's that's gross. <laughs> that shouldn't be. That guy should not be the hero of the movie. <laughs> yeah, l- listen to this. Mob hitman Luke and young Laura met as employees at the campus disco, developing a flirty friendship in 1979. One night, thinking his latest assignment from the mob was about to get him killed, Luke drank heavily and confessed his love to Laura. Quote, I'm not going to die without holding you in my arms just one time. Dance with me, he said. As they swayed to Herb Albert's rise, Laura grew fearful and tried to leave. The camera panned away as Luke forced himself on her and Laura screamed, no. After it was over, Laura ran sobbing out of the disco and Luke cried, what have I done? (laughs) And this was like the it couple in General Hospital. This is. I'm. I'm glad I wasn't into soap <laughs> operas, man. I hated soap <laughs> operas. The '80s were such a weird time. The it's 80s not, it's were not just the '80s. Weird. Remember that 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 terrible James Cagney movie? Oh my god! What the hell was it? Love it or leave it or something? I forgot or? what it was called, but that was awful. He. It's. It's just like that was just the norm. It was yeah. like, all right, Gary, I made you a star, and now I'm gonna just you're gonna rape you until you're my wife. Yeah. And now you're my wife, and then we're going to get divorced, and then you're going to save me from bankruptcy. <laughs> it was so crazy. <laughs> it was that like, was such a crazy what? movie. And she's just like, oh, we got to do it for him. Oh, he gosh. he basically enslaved and raped you for years, yeah. and you finally break away with him. And because he's got some financial troubles, because he's a total moron, you're going to... Uh, Get the hell out of it. And then... Oh, my gosh. You're not far off the mark. The, the movie's called Love Me or Leave Me. Love Me or Leave Me. From 1955. That is an awful film as well. 
Yeah. And so that and like, that was that was that wasn't like a drama really. That was that was I wouldn't say it was a comedy, but it was it it's, was It's tagged as a musical romance. A mus Oh, romance. Romance. Yeah. The word you're looking for starts with an R, but it's not romance. <laughs> rape. Musical rape movie. Good lord. What is wrong with our culture? <laughs> Damn it. But that was as the mother of but, daughters. But I that, am incensed at all of this. Yeah, but that was a romance. That That's oh my crazy. get the f- oh. out of here. That was romance. At least Spy isn't pretending to be something no. it's not. Yeah, Spy is great. Spy is wonderful. Spy is great. Saucy it's, language. It's dirty. There's tons of saucy language. If you are a f- offended by that, if you are please a, don't watch a, this a, of the daintier type. Yeah. Don't watch it. Go yeah. watch Paddington. It's awesome. Paddington or, 2, even better. Or Downton Abbey, <laughs> where Aldo learned his English from. Yeah. Don't shit on it because yeah. it's there's, it's it, still awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, there's there's something for everyone. And I and this definitely, for me anyway, hits all the all the marks. It is funny. And mm-hmm. we've seen this a gajillion times. And it's I'm still laughing my ass off watching it. Yeah. 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 It, I'm not, I don't get tired of it. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's still funny. I still laugh my ass off when that Aldo is untying her or any of the scenes with Aldo are hilarious or any of the scenes with Ford or any of the, I mean, Bobby Cannavale's great. He's an idiot too. I love, I loved, I loved the, uh, what's her name's uh, reaction when she sees him. She's like, Oh, he is hot. Oh, I don't think I can be objective. I'm rooting for that guy. <laughs> That is like one of the greatest <laughs> bits of dialogue there. Nancy, she's hilarious. I am rooting for that guy. guy. <laughs> I love that Rose and Bobby are doing this film together. Because mm-hmm. they're an in real life couple. It all works. It, it all works. works. I mean, it's just, I, I, I'm going to, I'm just going to say it. As far as I'm concerned, this is a 10 out of 10. I know that you're. You say there's no perfect film, but nothing could have made this better. Nothing, absolutely nothing. It is from start to finish. It is just a fun, fun, fun ride. Yeah, yeah. Everybody is gangbusters. Even like people like what you were saying, like the two agents at the table that don't really yeah. have a lot of screen time, but maximize their input. Yeah, everything. Like, even this, the credits in the beginning, which are such a ripoff of all the Bond All the movies. James Bond, yeah. 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 The silhouettes. Yeah. And, and the song. Just amazing, yeah. Everything is just perfect. Yeah. Even this, the crazy German techno band that scene. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. what is going on? I love this. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. This guy's wearing a disco ball. I don't know what he's got on. Uh, from what I, I've, I've seen, that's like an actual like group or something is it really yeah like because i've seen them outside of this film this film it wasn't a clip from the, that that they performed they do performances like that good god so this this was probably their worldwide exposure european music is wild i guess i'm sure they they look at us and like those are crazy americans yeah. they're top 40 all right one to ten what are you gonna give this i'd give this i'd give this a nine more than a nine. All right, I can give it a nine point five. There you go. All right, all it's, right. It's nine point five is fair, I guess. Yeah, it should be. Your number should be a ten. Whatever. 
I, you, I, how I, do you make this better? I, I can't. I think this is the best thing Paul Feig ever did. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Lady Ghostbusters was good. Not as good as this, though. Yeah. But also, you should also still watch Lady Ghostbusters because that movie's funny, too. Yeah. There's I, no reason I, I, why I people know. piss on that I movie. Think, I think a lot of people, it's like, oh, that sucked. Did you see it? No. No. I know. I told you that story about that woman. I'm like, I'm trying to get from her. I'm like, well, why do you hate it? Did you see it? No. So how do you have an opinion about something you haven't seen? I hate when people shit on stuff that they don't know. It That drives me nuts. It's like, this is art. And, and she's an artist, which drew, which drove me even more batty. Because it's like, you're an artist. You know what the struggle's like. Don't do that. Mm. Like, if you're going to have an opinion about something, at least have seen it. Don't just echo somebody else's opinion that you read on a Facebook post. That's stupid. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, it definitely got a lot of toxic word of mouth and before, and before anybody even saw it. I mean, I got to say the, the trailers and commercials didn't do it any favor, but... You know what? At least at least we went and saw it and right. we made our own opinion and I gotta be we honest, enjoyed ourselves. The first Guardians of the Galaxy, those the, trailers were shit too. The first trailer... The first trailer was sh- was garbage. The second trailer was actually pretty good for the first Guardians movie. Was it? I don't remember. Yeah. I just remember the first trailer. That, that and gave I was like, what is yeah, this? Yeah, when I saw the first trailer for the for the and first like, Guardians oh, movie, I was Marvel's like, I was like, oh no, now. Marvel's gonna have a tough time with that one. Yeah, and then we saw it. And we were like, holy smokes, that was amazing. Yeah, never doubt Marvel. Trail trailers could, yeah, you gotta have a good trailer. God, I want to say that Wesley Snipes line. What is it? Which Wesley Snipes line? Passenger 57. Oh. Because <laughs> I screwed that up you know, so you said, much. You said the Wesley Snipes line, and my first thought that came into my oh, head was she? what? <laughs> from that From that terrible Twilight Because that's what movie. we call him now. We don't yeah. even call him Michael Shane. We're just He's like Wesley, Wesley Snipes. Snipes. Uh, always bet on black. Always bet on black. Always bet on Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you used to be able to always. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about phase two. Well, whatever. Um, I think they're up to, is it phase two or is it phase three, three or now. four or I don't five? Even I don't even know. I'm not even keeping track, to be yeah. honest. I, I guess there is a thing such as, as superhero fatigue. They're just p- pumping out too much stuff and they can't yeah. maintain the quality. Yeah. Yeah. I saw a thing. You've mentioned this in the past and I've heard about this in the past, but I did a deep dive on a video on YouTube about like VFX houses and how they get screwed over and the house, the VFX house that did life of pie that basically went under. That's Mm -hmm. wild. Like I, I remember this, but I guess I didn't really pay attention to it. But after watching this YouTube video and then going down the, the rabbit hole, I was like, Oh my God. Yeah. They're working these people to death. Jeez. There is it's it's not only it's not only that it's it's just there's so much and it's not just it's not just Marvel stuff. I mean, there's a, there's a ton of Marvel stuff. There's but DC Disney too, but every yeah. film, yeah, even even films that you don't think have visual well, effects have visual effects they, in them. So okay, so this was another thing that I found really fascinating about this. So that Life of Pi movie did well, did well for Ang Lee. I think won four Academy Awards. This. VFX house had to shut down because apparently in the midst of making the film, something in Hughes, I forgot what it was called, but so it was a, it was like a pretty famous VFX house in the middle of shooting this film. I guess Ang Lee was like, I want this changed. 
So the VFX had to now completely redo the work that they had done. It was sort of reminded me of like how you like w- w- and work are like, oh my God, I have to do this whole thing from scratch. Yeah. And apparently the cost of that doesn't go to the studios. It goes to the VFX house. So they have to shoulder all that extra manpower. Yeah. So they I mean, basically I mean, run themselves into the ground. Yeah. And this this company, right after the Oscars, had to declare bankruptcy. Yeah. I think the way it normally works is when they get contracted, it's like, okay, we're going to give you like $10 million to do the effects for this movie. And that's it. Yeah. And if they, say, if they do like $9 million worth of work and then they suddenly come in and say, oh, no, this guy is supposed to look like this or this is supposed to look like this. And they have to redo nine million dollars worth of stuff, but they only have a million dollars left. They got to eat it. Wow, that's wild! I can't even imagine. And and that's that's not that's that's not even counting the fact that you have to get the stuff out at a certain time, right? And you have a certain number of employees, and it's it's funny. I mean, I'm not a visual effects person, but I do work with like computers and I, I i handle like the front end of things like the the stuff that you see with your eyes the people that don't actually build it it's like they think oh you just have that magic wand of yours and they go and right. it's it's done okay yeah. we want to change everything oh yeah i'll just zip it out I'll just pull yeah. it out of my ass in two yeah. seconds it doesn't gonna, work like that i'm gonna barbara eden it and yeah my nose and you have to basically tear stuff down right. rebuild a build. foundation and then build upon that yeah. Depending on what they're asking you to do. And that could entail a shitload of work. work. That's why, that's why usually when these, these companies make a bid for something, it's like if they're smart or if they have a lot of clout and power, they will ask for way more money than they need. Well, that was another thing. But the problem is, is that now it's getting to the point where it's it's like this guy's asking for one, this guy's this this studio, this studio, this studio. They're all asking for visual effects, and there's only a certain amount of people who could do, do it that well. Work. Right. Well, so that was the other <clears> thing <throat> that they highlighted in this video. I'm going to try and find it and, and attach it to this this review as well. But they were saying how, like, 10 years ago, and, and everything moves at the speed of light now. 10 years ago, maybe you had, like, a film that had maybe one or two VFX studios working on that film. Now you have a film, your summer blockbusters, You've got like twenty VFX places. Yeah, you've seen the, you've seen yeah, the credits. I mean, you see the end it's credits like, of it's some like of these movies. Indian team, uh, Philippines team, Budapest team. English team. Yeah, and then yeah. there's just on like and on a and field on. Yeah. of names that never yeah. ends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All those people got to get paid, and not all of them. Some yeah. of them, some of them are they're beginners. Yeah, and the, and I feel like that's what's happening. It's it's because they need to fill these. Huge orders of just incredible visual effects movies. It's like they're hiring people that aren't as good or talented yet, and they're being sort of like thrown into this grinder where they have to basically produce something that like an expert would normally be producing and teaching these people how to do. Meanwhile, the expert, he's got like a backlog of his own stuff. Stuff, He's just like, just get it done. And you end up with like rubber people. Yeah, or that when we were channel surfing before. We're looking for a movie to watch that. What was that? I f- the thing on Hulu that animated, animated like kids movie. And we're like, wow. Oh, the good on lord! This is awful. The, or the lion animation on- kid or something. I don't yeah, know I what don't the know, hell. I don't remember what it was, it was called. Like 
Just like a step above like those light FM commercials. <laughs> yeah, that animation wasn't good. That was like college grade. I wouldn't even. I would, don't <laughs> insult the college students. That was like hobbyist. Well, this film didn't have a lot of VFX, but it did have a lot of chase scenes, a lot of stunt work. Yeah. It's funny because you could definitely see that some of those people were not Melissa McCarthy, which yeah. is great. Yeah. But I love that it's all like one thing and they don't really stray from it and they don't, I yeah. guess they don't apologize for it because it's very obvious, but it's still in the film. Like they could have no, panned to a different I'm, shot. I'm immersed. I think the only reason why I'm really noticing it more now is because I've seen the film like seven or eight times. times. If not more. Yeah. Yeah. This is a fantastic film. All right. So again, if you like your comedies dirty, what was not, that line you're not from, afraid of foul language. What was that line from Breaking Bad when Saul meets Skyler? Oh, time? Oh, I forgot. That was a good line, though. I like my women like I like my martinis or something. Dry and a little dirty. Dry and a little dirty. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> but there wasn't anything dry about this film. It, it just gangbusters. I loved it. I loved it from start to finish. If you like your comedies dirty and filthy. Language-wise. There's, Language there's wise, not yes. much. It's not like, I mean, there are sexual innuendos, but there yeah. isn't there is not a lot of nudity in it there's no, there's there's no. one bit of genitals <laughs> but that's about it but it goes by very quickly yeah. yeah this is this is definitely this is definitely in your wheelhouse check out 2015 spy from writer director paul fee graded r with a runtime of two hours currently streaming on max but probably available on other platforms but we saw it on max yeah just so good so yeah. good. Yeah, I mean, you don't really think of Jude Law as a comedy guy, but he's, he's great he's in this. He's great in it. Everybody's great in it. I mean, Jason Statham does the action guy, but he also does comedy, but it's really great to see him in this because he has just amped up a thousand watts. Yeah. Alice and Janney being super straight, amazing. Bobby, Cannaval, Rose Byrne, just jerky jerks, but really funny, really mm -hmm. good. Yeah, and of course... The unbeatable Melissa McCarthy, who is, I, I feel like she's got to be Paul's muse. She's in a lot of his stuff. Yeah. And she's just. She's fantastic. She's fantastic, yeah. Go check it out. Spy from 2015. Rated R, two hours. You won't be disappointed. And that's it from us. Oh, and little fun fact from IMDb. Tomorrow is Mr. Feig's birthday. So happy birthday, sir. Happy and birthday. thank you, thank you, thank you for such a fun, fun comedic ride. Mm-hmm. That's it from us, and we will bid you all a good night. Good night.